2: You've heard no collusion from President Trump countless times, but collusion may be the least of his worries as law enforcement officials in New York are moving forward with civil and criminal investigations that are well beyond the president's federal control. Joining me is former federal prosecutor Jeffrey Kramer, managing director at Berkeley Research Group. Jeff, New York's attorney general kicked off a busy week by issuing subpoenas to Trump's lenders, including Deutsche Bank. What's the scope of this particular civil investigation?
3: The AG's investigation, it could be widespread depending where Deutsche Bank was involved, but it certainly gets into any uh, loans uh, that Trump or Trump organization uh, was looking for, and that could get into a lot of different things. Uh, what documents were submitted? We know that uh, Cohen, his former attorney, said that sometimes the documents that were submitted in support of loans weren't accurate. So this is the first volley, if you will, uh, and we don't know how deep it's going to get into Trump's personal Finances, as well as the Trump Organization
2: let's talk about the possibility of the AG subpoenaing Trump to testify while he's in office when he was president Bill Clinton eventually agreed to testify in the Paula Jones case but could Trump successfully fight off a subpoena
3: um he probably can't fight off a subpoena. He could probably fight off sitting down for an interview or a deposition or anything like that. But a subpoena to the Trump organization certainly doesn't impact him as much. A subpoena to the bank doesn't impact his time at all. It's once you get into interviewing the president that these arguments come forth. Now, this president may have a tougher time than, than prior ones, given the fact that he's you know, probably played more golf than you know, <laughs> other presidents in recent memory. So it's hard to argue he doesn't have time, given his proclivity for for golf and watching TV, uh, but as far as subpoenas, I don't think he's got much of an argument to stop those.
2: Now, let's take it a little further. If Letitia James, the New York AG, who is not bound by Justice Department guidance, finds criminal acts by Trump, can she indict a sitting president?
3: Uh, well, under DOJ policy, no, but under <laughs> New York law, uh, there's nothing codified that says she can't, the same arguments would still be would still be there. In other words, the president needs to run the country. He or she uh, can't be bothered now or in the future with dealing with uh, any sort of uh, criminal case, even against them, when they need to be worrying about our military and our social structure, et cetera. So the same arguments uh, would be there, whether it's in a DOJ policy or just an argument before the court. Uh, you'll see the same thing, we've got a double barrel with uh, A.G. James going in the civil route. Maybe Maybe it feeds into criminal, but certainly the uh, Manhattan district attorney filing uh, criminal charges, we're going to have the same argument, possibly.
0: Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers comp and more.
2: File the charges and then face whatever arguments there
3: are. You could file the charges, right? Face the arguments. Even if you lose, you wait until he's out of uh, office and then that argument becomes, uh, becomes moot. So that's why the re-election of prospects in 2020 for our current president uh, has far uh, greater implications than just getting a second term. It could determine whether or not he stands as a defendant.
2: The New York AG also has a lawsuit pending against Trump's personal charitable foundation. What might the ramifications be from that? We've seen it evolving a little.
3: Yeah, we have seen we we've seen a couple shots early early on in the presidency with the foundation and some anecdotes that the the foundation purchased a. a big portrait of uh, of Donald Trump, which he used for personal reasons. They've paid possibly some campaign uh, benefits, et cetera. So, you know, this will hit his foundation. It's embarrassing, but similar to Trump University, where he uh, settled for 20 or $25 million, whatever the number was, uh, and then went on with his uh, the rest of his day. Um, I don't think it's going to cause too much of a headache beyond the embarrassment. Uh, but, you, again, you don't know with this Uh, President, this uh, family, this organization, once you start pulling a thread, you don't know where you're going to lead as far as financial implications or overseas implications. You just don't know what's at the end of the tunnel.
2: You mentioned the Manhattan District Attorney. He charged Paul Manafort with a litany of state crimes minutes after he learned his sentence was raised to seven and a half years in federal court. Does Manafort, who has been branded a liar now by a federal judge, have anything left to bargain with here?
3: Bye. Uh-huh unless he's holding something in his pocket that he hasn't revealed yet, I don't know what he's got left. Yeah, he's definitely a tainted witness. Uh, Having said that, there's a lot of people in jail right now uh, who uh, had tainted witnesses testify against them. Having a cooperator who's lied to law enforcement is not unique. Having a cooperator who's lied to the court, that's a, that's a, a, a smaller subset, certainly. So Manafort's use is limited unless he can document what he's saying, as we saw a little bit in the congressional hearings where he had copies of checks, etc. The thing for, you know, certainly Cy Vance and the Manhattan DA is does he know anything else uh, above and beyond what he's already testified about? Or is this just making sure that Paul Manafort doesn't uh, walk out of prison a free man and never to be heard from again?
2: Will this case survive what are bound to be objections from the defense based on double jeopardy?
3: Uh, yeah, that's a good question. New York has uh, a pretty uh, strident laws uh, on the books on on double jeopardy, and you can't try somebody. Twice, or, or go against them an in indictment twice for the same conduct. You, know, you can make an argument that this might be similar conduct, maybe identical conduct. Um, but from the Manhattan DA's uh, position, you know, let's fight that out in court. You know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. It's certainly an issue, but at least it's a backstop against a presidential pardon. You know, just briefly, there, there's a pretty robust process at DOJ, at least there was before, where the pardon there's a pardon office, and documents are filed, and recommendations are made. It's more of a whim right now in the White House. So I think the backstop that's there, you know, you can argue it later, but at least there's an argument to be had. Exactly.
2: And we still we haven't gotten even to the Southern District of New York to see what they're (laughs) doing there. But we will pick that up next time. It's great to have you on again, Jeff.
3: Thanks very much. That's Jeffrey
2: Kramer. He's managing director at Berkeley Research Group. Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Bloomberg.com slash podcasts. I'm June Grosso. This is Bloomberg.
0: Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it.